Good morning, I'm Anna Palmer. And I'm Jake Sherman. And welcome to The Daily Punch, brought to you by Punchbowl News. It's Tuesday, November 9th, 2021. Let's get into the mix. Here are your Washington headlines of the day. Number one, Republicans who voted for the bipartisan infrastructure package could face retribution in the House. Number two, how Bill Stepien's subpoena by the January 6th Select Committee could cause problems for Liz Cheney. And number three, ad wars. All right, Jake, let's get into it. We have some new reporting at the top of Punchbowl News AM this morning about how some of these Republicans who voted early to help Democrats pass a bipartisan infrastructure package in the House uh, could actually face some pretty severe rebuke. Yeah, so there's going to be a movement within the House Republican Conference to uh, vote to strip some um, committee assignments and ranking member assignments from the Republicans who voted for the um, for the infrastructure bill, uh, John Katko, the ranking member on the Homeland Security Committee, is particularly in the uh, in the sights of a lot of a lot of Republicans. One source described it to us. One very senior uh, House Republican source said people are very emotional right now because they feel as if, you know, I guess they feel as if people are. Um, uh, this was like a betrayal of sorts. Um, and I, I, I guess I understand that, but, um, you know, here's what I'd say. Uh, and I like, there has to be room for ideological kind of diversity in the house Republican conference, I would say. Um, and you know, you can't just boot people cause they vote a certain way. I mean, I understand this was a centerpiece of Joe Biden's agenda. Um, but, you know, there were 60, 69 people in the Senate voted for this. I mean, this is not this is not a um, this is not like, you know, voting for the BBB, which would be even even um, even a bigger betrayal. Yeah, I mean, I think the, the thing that's crazy to me is just that if if Democrats had moved with a little bit more expediency, you probably could have seen 30 House Republicans. Oh, even more. Yes, I agree. Uh, you know, vote for this. It's not as if it was so. Uh, you know, so far outside the realm of where a lot of Republicans, particularly when it comes to infrastructure, which is, you know, shovels in the ground, projects back home. I mean, these are, this has been one of the hallmarks. It's, it's been hard to get done, but has been one of the hallmarks of the few issues that both Republicans and Democrats can work together on. Uh, and, you know, the other thing that I think on, on this fact that is going to be really something to watch is it's not like these arcs, you know, sometimes you see people on the margins that get, that, you know, that get, um, sh- you know, get into problems with leadership, get into problems by getting their, you know, committee assignments, you know, taken away from them. I mean, these are people that are several of them ranking members, you know, not only, you know, you do you have John Katko, the Republican from New York, but you have Don Young. The Republican from Alaska, like nobody's saying Don Young isn't Republican or conservative enough. He's ranking member of the Natural Resources Committee. You have Representative Brian Fitzpatrick, the Republican from Pennsylvania. Dave McKinley, the Republican from West Virginia, holding subcommittee ranking spots. So that to me is going to, you know, if Kevin McCarthy blesses this, that is a really, uh, I think, a turning point in terms of you know, yes, you to punish certain people on on things. Of course, you take you can take a committee assignments away, but voting on on a package that was widely supported by Republicans in the Senate as well seems to be uh, to be a, a real shift in policy. Yeah, it, it does seem like that. I, I don't think. Listen, I, I I bet McCarthy heads this off. I mean, he'll probably make the argument that you know Democrats are fighting among themselves on a million different things. Why should we give them something else to fight on? You know that kind of thing. Um, but you know, also there's this issue with this tweet. So the, the house Republicans 
uh, House Republican Conference Committee basically put out a tweet saying we won't forget who voted for this bill. And, and that really annoyed Fitzpatrick, you know, who, who did vote for the bill. Um, the tweet was removed. But, you know, you have Republicans kind of targeting other Republicans on this. And I mean, here's the the, the irony. Like, I I understand the um, the I understand, like, the idea that, like, people want to be on the same team and and. Uh, all of that stuff, but like it, it doesn't make a difference that Republicans voted for this. I understand it robs re- Democrat. It gives Democrats the ability to say this was a bipartisan bill, but I, I just think I think that people are are way overthinking this and and way. I just think they're way. I, I think they're overestimating the impact of this. All right, let's move on to the number two story of the morning: the January sixth panel's subpoena for Bill Stepien is raising questions for Liz Cheney. If you all remember, the committee uh, put out several new subpoenas yesterday to half dozen members of former President Donald Trump's inner circle. One of them being subpoenaed was Bill Stepien, Trump's former campaign manager. So why does this raise uh, some eyebrows and questions for Cheney? Well, that's because Stepien's firm, National Public Affairs, is managing the campaign of one of Cheney's Republican primary challengers, Harriet Hageman. Stepien is one of the founding partners of the firm, and Hageman has been endorsed by none other than the former president, Donald Trump. Yeah, I mean, listen, I don't want to minimize this. I mean, Stepien, the the reason Stepien is being subpoenaed seems legitimate. And I know the left is going to go crazy, but like... (laughs) She's man. He's he's involved in the campaign of Cheney, Cheney's primary opponent, uh, and the committee and and Cheney didn't, or I guess the committee basically suggested that um, I don't know that 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 the that the chair of the panel has complete control over subpoenas. That is Benny Thompson of Mississippi, but but Cheney's the vice chair, and, and did she have any any uh, knowledge of this? And and the answer to that is we don't know because they wouldn't answer that. Um, there's no vote here. This is the the subpoenas are at the discretion of the um, of the chair of the of, of Thompson. So I, you know, listen. It, this is kind of the messy business of politics and legislating. Um, Stepien is involved with the primary campaign, so you know that's kind of that's kind of a challenging thing. Yeah, just to be clear, Cheney's office, when asked about what her role was in issuing the subpoena for Stepien, an aide said this in a statement. Quote, the full select committee doesn't vote to authorize subpoenas. Subpoena authority rests with the chairman. The aide added, the purposes for the subpoenas Chairman Thompson issued today are outlined in respective cover letters. So again, just to Jake's point, I just want to make sure we were super crystal clear here. Cheney's office is kind of punting and saying this is all the chair, you know, this is the chair's doing and, you know, didn't actually answer whether or not she thought Stepien should be subpoenaed. Yeah, so there is some reason there, but I, I, you know, it's just it's it's an interesting it's an interesting wrinkle here. I would say. All right, and moving on to the number three story of the morning, ad wars. We are up with a new the tally. Uh, first up in New Hampshire, man, GOP Governor Chris Sununu getting hit once again over abortion. The Progressive group Amplify New Hampshire up there. This is the third ad the group has run on the issue since late September as part of a seven-figure campaign targeting the governor. I mean, he hasn't even said he's going to run, and they are already going pretty hard after him, you know, with the kind of eye towards him running in that Senate race. Yeah, I mean, listen, he's a very strong candidate. 
um, he'd be he'd be somebody who uh, uh, is just is a. It, I mean, I know that McConnell and Mitch McConnell and all the other Senate Republican leaders are very hot on Sununu running, and with good reason. I mean, he's a he's a <laughs> currently a statewide elected official and uh, a pretty. A relatively popular one at that, um, but you know, listen, you got to uh, you got to uh, put out the fire before it starts, or douse the fire before it starts, whatever that means, or whatever that saying is, or maybe I just made up that saying. But um, there's been a lot of that action in New Hampshire over um, uh, Sununu. Number two, with building back together, which is aimed at boosting the president's agenda, is running a new ad in D.C. on Morning Joe. Uh, thanking Biden, President Joe Biden, for getting the infrastructure deal done and talking about the benefits of the Build Back Better proposal. So, you know, uh, we're kind of in that interim of of he's passed one part of his of his uh, agenda. The other one is about to come up. And this is the uh, this is what they uh, this is kind of trying to hit on both things. All right. And with that, we have two announcements before we let you run this morning. We are super excited. We are growing. And Leah Hirsch-Bobbitt is joining our team as chief of staff. Most recently, Leah worked in Colorado as executive director of the Movement Disorders Foundation. And before that, as deputy finance director of the Colorado Democratic Coordinated Campaign. She's no stranger to D.C. She spent nine years at Melman, Castagnetti, Rosen, and Thomas. We also have a virtual event coming up one week from today. Senator John Tester, the Democrat from Montana, is joining us Tuesday, November 16th for a one-on-one virtual conversation with myself about the future of rural communities. This comes as Congress focuses on investments in broadband infrastructure, climate initiatives, and other programs. Afterward, One Country Project founder and former North Dakota Senator Heidi Heitkamp will join us for a fireside conversation. You can join us and RSVP to that at events.punchbowl.news slash pop-up tester. Again, that's events.punchbowl.news slash pop-up tester. Thanks so much for listening. Leave us a rating and review. You can also subscribe to Punchbowl News at punchbowl.news. Have a great day and stay safe.